Hello and welcome to Creative Lives, the Lecture in Progress podcast. Lecture in Progress is an online resource that inspires and informs the next generation of talent by providing practical advice and insight into the creative industry. This podcast series features a broad range of people talking about what they do and how they got to where they are. Our guest this week is Stephanie Sword-Williams. My name's Stephanie Sword-Williams and I'm an account director at TCO London and the founder of Fuck Being Humble. Since graduating with a degree in fashion communication in 2013, Stephanie has worked her way around various roles in advertising between Nottingham, Manchester and now London and started her current position in August. She starts by telling us more about the job and TCO London itself. So I've actually recently just moved to TCO London as an account director. I've actually admired TCO for my entire working career. It's been a dream agency for me to work at. They are the founders behind Hook magazine and Little White Lies magazine. And from the success of those platforms, brands started to come to us and wanted us to work on video content. And it's premium branded content that basically tells authentic storytelling. My day's usually really mixed. There's so much going on at the minute. The majority of the time I'm usually jumping from meeting to meeting, talking about the next stages of development, helping producers to ensure everything's going on track. And also, as I mentioned, sort of working on the strategic sides of things for the business. So currently running an event that I'm involved in planning. So yeah, it's a real broad mix of getting involved in everything that I possibly can, which is something that I'm really eager to do because I kind of felt in previous roles that I've been limited to just doing one job. And now as an account director, I'm getting to work across a lot of different things and having an involvement in a lot of stuff. While account management roles aren't considered traditionally creative, Stephanie describes how working at TCO London has changed that for her. One of the reasons that I joined TCO was because of the opportunities I had to be more creative. For me, I have spent a lot of time working in account management roles and have felt that my creative skills could be used more so. But sometimes because of the parameters you're giving in the workplace, you're not always sort of enabled to do that. But when I was being interviewed for the role, I was, I was very much welcomed with the fact that if I have an idea, we're welcome to try and make it. Any ideas are welcomed, which is really refreshing as you go through your career in the advertising industry. If I decided to come up with an idea to design a new book tomorrow, TCO would very definitely help to make that happen. It's it's really nice from pitches to shoots to kind of new business ideas. The the creativity doesn't really have a limit, which for me is 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 really good to allow me to sort of release that energy. Alongside her day job, Stephanie began personal project Fuck Being Humble to help others grow their confidence with networking and self-promotion. And while it was only founded earlier this year, the platform already feels well-established, having drawn on her knowledge of engaging an audience with branding, design, events and workshops, not to mention the fact that she's already attracted national and international coverage for the initiative from the likes of The Times and BBC World News, all intrigued to capture the thinking behind the project's bold mission statement. Stephanie fills us in on how the idea came about and the ways that it's been received. So Foot Being Humble is a educational mentoring platform to help people with their career development. But it's trying not to be stuffy and trying not to be the conventional middle-class white male in his 50s telling you how to network. 
I mainly started it on Instagram because I identified I had quite a strong addiction with the platform and I thought it would be better to put my energy into something that could actually be more effective with my time. So I thought I could maybe try and see how I could share stories of my working experience and the things that I'm observing around me. But also, as I was working in my previous role, it it was a small business, it was a startup. I was networking every single week, two to three times a week, going to events. And in doing that, I just identified that when I went to events, I didn't see people on the panel that I resonated with. So very often it was uh, male dominated, it was CEOs or founders, and it was people of the age of 40 and above. Whilst there's no discrediting people at those levels or those roles, and I felt that I personally wasn't getting any sort of recognition for some of the stuff I've been doing. And I was very aware that in the industry I'm in until I am an MD or a CEO, I might not get that. So I kind of wanted to create a platform to celebrate emerging talent, platform to help people who build their confidence, to help ensure that amazing talent didn't go to waste, because that's what I was seeing a lot of the time. At the beginning, you know, it's a bit slow like most platforms, but when I started to see a higher engagement and people commenting and, and engaging with what I was actually writing, it was just this like immediate reward that I could see happening based on all of my own thinking, all of my own hard work. It's an amazing feeling to share content that people genuinely resonate with. And particularly when nobody gave me this role, I made this role up and it's paying off in a really positive way because I'm able to share my experiences and people are able to learn and get new advice from it. With the platform, what I found is, I think the very name, fuck being humble, people either love it and immediately resonate with it and think, God, I've spent my career being too humble, which is exactly the feeling I want to try and evoke. Not that I'm telling people to never be humble, because that's not something I'd, I'd ever tell people to do. But what I do find is a real mixture of women and men actually coming along who are either starting out or have spent a lot of time in their career not being confident enough, not knowing what they stand for, not knowing how to articulate that, not knowing all these very sort of immediate skills that you need to have if you're going to make it as a freelancer or even if you were in full-time employment, these, these skills are really important to help you identify where you want to take your career. But then also have very confident people coming to the events who are sort of midway or very, very well established in the platforms they're building, um, very much to kind of learn from a like-minded person like me and the other people and connect with more people. Through meeting so many people who suffer a lack of confidence when it comes to self-promotion and getting your work out into the world, Stephanie shares why she thinks it's so important to live in the present and not overthink things. There's a really nice quote in the book, You're a Badass, where it talks about if you're struggling with anxiety, you're worrying about the future. And if you're struggling with depression, you're worrying about the past. But if you're in the present, you're actually at peace. I think a lot of the things when it comes to self-promotion and that block around, you know, sharing your work is you're too worried about either previously not being good enough or worrying about what people are going to say in the future and how it might be perceived. But actually, you just need to think, what do I need to do right now? And why should I post this? How is this going to help me? And something that I talked about previously is, What are the best possible outcomes that come from sharing your work? 
That's what you need to write down the best, be as imaginatively as possible. And when you then start to think about what are the most embarrassing things, the worst thing, they just don't stack up. A piece of advice I gave my friend recently was who wanted to start an Instagram feed to share her sort of speciality was just make it, but don't tell anyone about it. You just do all the hashtags and do all the things you want to do, but you post it. You've got something there if you need it, but you don't have to share it. You don't have to publicize it until you're ready. When I was going to university, one of the things that helped me realize I wanted to get into advertising was that I started writing a blog and Five years ago, six years ago, I was not a writer. I would never class my, I was always more of a creative mind and, and I'll always love drawing. So my writing skills have definitely come on. But in doing so, what it made me realise was the things I started writing about was advertising. And in particular, it was change advertising. So advertising around charity or social justice or different things around the world that were going to make global changes. And that made me realize super early on, before I'd even started working, I want to work on advertising to change the world. And that's what I tell people. That's my goal. When I was writing that blog, I didn't used to share it with anyone because I wasn't confident in my writing. But what I definitely did do was tell, um, write it down on my CV. And I said that I've been writing a blog about advertising for the past five years to document and critique advertising. So you can put me in a meeting with anyone and I can talk about any piece of advertising. And that immediately resonated with employers. So something that you might be concerned about, what the whole general public might think about, you could just be worrying about that bigger picture and actually what is the whole point of sharing that. So I really would think about what, who are the audience that you really care about and focus on the best possible outcomes. Originally from Leeds, but studying in Nottingham, Stephanie began as a brand and marketing executive at Nottingham-based agency Liquid before moving to Manchester, where she worked at both TBWA as an account executive and then creative agency Love as an account manager, all within the space of three years. But in 2017, she made the decision to move down to London to take up a job with Matter Media, a newly founded content consultancy and film production house. For me, it was actually more of a time in life I needed to move and go do the London scene. I needed a, a fresh change and I needed to go see what else was out there in the world. So yeah, I, I'm really grateful for the time that I had in the North because it allowed me to jump into roles much quicker. It allowed me to understand things. It allowed me to financially stay stable as well as possible. And then, yeah, I, I kind of took the risky move to move to London to work for a startup, another creative agency, but in video content, the business is only two years old. There was two other people, the two founders I worked with, and it was my opportunity to help grow the business as well as be as a producer, an account manager, an events planner. So again, it was that opportunity to have more autonomy and there really were no barriers. And it was, it was really great getting to have a very vocal voice in the direction of an agency. Because as I mentioned prior to those roles, whilst they were great for me being thrown in the deep end and learning loads, there was always felt like there were parameters that I had to stay in, particularly in the creative perspective. When you work in bigger studios, you often find that there's pigeonholing where there's creatives do one job and account handlers do the other. But when you go into a three-person team, you don't have that luxury. You have to do everything. And, and I think that is kind of inherent in my personality that I like those sorts of roles. And yeah, and, and then over to 
TCO. So it's kind of been a bit of a whirlwind. It's been like four jobs in five years sort of thing. That would be another bit of advice I'd give. Try not to stay in one place for too long. If you love it and you're constantly getting pushed, that's totally fine. But it's very easy to stay in one role or one work environment and then watch the whole world go past you and then five years later think, why did I stay for so long? So make sure that you always find environments that you are constantly learning in and and being pushed. Try to avoid being too complacent. Having worked in both the north of England and in London, Stephanie tells us how experiences of various cities has differed. I felt like Nottingham, personally, there's not a huge amount of work going on there in the advertising industry. I'm from Leeds originally. There's a lot of design there, but there's not huge advertising agencies also. So I always struggled with getting work experience, but that was also five years ago. So I'm sure that that's a growing hub. I think Manchester definitely has a very cool edge to it. There's loads of great creative agencies coming out of there from, uh, you know, main creative agencies to post-production to production houses there's lots of stuff going on but I would say that without a doubt there are more opportunities in London you know when people say it's more competitive it's because there are more opportunities when I was getting itchy feet I was someone that did love going to networking events or you know book launches or things that would you know anything about culture that could excite me and and I found in Manchester it was maybe one event every couple of weeks whereas in London there's 15 events a night and you can choose so many different things you can go to and yeah and often when you're in events or rooms very often you can get an introduction to somebody so quickly if you're in London so if you're not sure about moving to London and having a career down here full-time just yet work wherever you want to work but always try and keep on the radar of big events or try and build connections remotely It's very much just about you, the opportunities that you come across and what you feel is going to be the most beneficial for you as you go through your career. We ended by asking Stephanie her advice for others starting out in advertising and how to avoid letting being overly humble or self-conscious get in the way of your career. For anyone that's wanted to work in the advertising industry, unless you've done an advertising degree where somebody has really sat you down and spoke to you about all the different roles that you could do, I do a lot of research on those roles and and don't be scared of adding people on LinkedIn and just sending them a message and saying, I can see you're a planner at Saatchi. What does that even mean? How does that work? Like, would you mind if we had a coffee or would you mind if we grabbed a drink and we could talk about it in a bit more detail? Because I think that's what I didn't go into the advertising world knowing the role I wanted to do. And I didn't necessarily have that support of knowing that as I was leaving my degree. So I think it's really important to try and learn more about it. So try and get work experience if you can. Another piece of advice I'd give is is to avoid being pigeonholed. So if you know where you could be doing great work, try not to be told that you can only do one thing. And if you are told that, make sure that that those other skills you have don't get left behind. So start a side project, start an event series, start the things that you feel that those skills in the workplace aren't necessarily getting utilised for. It's always a struggle to get a dream job that ticks all the boxes you want. So I think it's really important that you just don't lose the talents or the passions that you have and don't let that be dictated by just one role. Make sure that you take your skills and your hobbies and you still work on them in the background and and make sure that you don't lose that passion because actually sometimes it's those side projects that make you more attractive for jobs. 
From a Foot Being Humble perspective, I encourage anyone that comes to my events or anyone that visits the platform to get over the fear of FOS, and that is the fear of sounding stupid. And I, what I actually explain is that when you fears too much about sounding stupid, you actually end up being fobbed. And I apologise, that doesn't sound anywhere near as good, but that's the fear of being generic. And you need to really try and avoid, as you're going through your career, falling into that pattern of, of being generic and being like everyone else. You know, you need to find what makes you distinctly different and you need to figure out the best way to articulate that. This episode of Creative Lives was brought to you by Lecture in Progress. It was presented by me, Indy Davis, and the guest was Stephanie Sword-Williams. The editor was Ivor Manley. Lecture in Progress is made possible with the support of a number of brand partners. They include Us2, GF Smith, Google, Sky Creative Agency, and the Paul Smith Foundation. For more information, check out lectureinprogress.com.